Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Green Ribbon Campaign uh, is underway for another month. It happens in the month of September and focuses on mental health. And this year, there is the launch or there is the theme of shame in uh, the mental the Green Ribbon Campaign. More on that in a moment. But I'm joined by uh, Dara Fleming, who's a Green Ribbon Campaign ambassador. Dara, good morning. Hey, PJ, how are you getting on? How are you, fella? You all right? Yeah, I'm good. Keeping uh, well. Keeping good, well. man. Tell me about the Green Ribbon campaign and, and what it's all about and, and your role. Yeah, for sure. So the Green Ribbon campaign is a, a campaign run by Sea Change Ireland, which is essentially, uh, to cut it down to the basic idea premise, is to reduce stigma in mental health and mental illness. So um, the Green Ribbon essentially works as a conversation starter so when you see the green ribbon on someone you know that they're open to talk about mental health and so the more of the people that wear them the more everyone feels comfortable talking about mental health talking about mental illness maybe having a difficult conversation that they never felt comfortable they talking about before so the green ribbon campaign is being launched in cork tomorrow at 11 in the hibernian hotel in mallow uh, and it's free to go to, you just have to register on cchange.ie, but it's totally free and there'll be, uh, I'll be talking in there myself and Barbara will also be talking and it's just a good way to get people involved, learn more about the campaign and how they can like engage with the content across the month of September. Yeah. Now I've been, to, I've been talking to, in some detail to Barbara in just a minute, but you've, you've got your own um, story in, in, in terms of mental health. Yeah, uh, for sure. And we've talked about it before, PJ. Um, so, as you know, uh, my best friend, Irby Underwood, took his own life in 2012. Yeah. And after that, um, I was grieving, but that grief kind of morphed into depression unbeknownst to me. Uh, and for a long time, I, probably a lot to do with shame itself, um, I kind of denied that there was anything wrong. Like, I, I acted as if, you know, uh, this was normal. It was normal not to be feeling anything. It was normal to to be numb to emotion uh, until eventually I had a panic attack on the street and uh, on a college night out in 2015. And once that happened, I kind of realized that I had been dealing with depression for three or four years, but just not... Um, you didn't know? Yeah, didn't know and didn't want to confront it because I guess in my own head, I... I was self-stigmatizing and I thought that like if I had depression then there was there was something wrong with me or there was something to be ashamed of so I didn't really want to acknowledge it but once I had the panic attack um, I could do nothing but confront it so I started going to counseling in UCC and from there kind of made my way back to feeling you know in a more 
secure place. And you're writing now and all that. You're writing yeah, like, ahead of you. Yeah, so I, the blog helps too big, uh, which I write, you know, weekly blogs about mental health. And I think for me, the difference has been just talking openly about mental health has allowed me to understand that you're not alone and you're you're, you're almost never alone in, in mental health struggles. Like someone else has, has always felt something similar or may have gone through the exact same thing. And I think writing about this stuff has you know, generated a community and people reach out and you understand that like, you know, there are other people who've gone through, you've gone through and can help you get through it as well. And before I go to Barbara, just that realisation, Dara, at that moment when you realise, and I don't know what age you were when it happened, but you're in your 20s now. What, at what point did you realise, I'm not alone? And, and how much of a game changer is that? I even think like, the day after I had the panic attack, um, so I was doing uh, applied psychology in UCC, and I told my friends there, and I was kind of afraid to tell them because I thought they might kind of, you know, feel awkward and almost shun me. But they were the most supportive, and they were like, "Yeah, we all go to counselling. You should definitely try it out." And it was that moment where I was like, "People struggle with stuff all the time, unbeknownst to all of us, and so everyone's dealing with their own thing." And I think knowing that made me feel far less alone and. Once I realized that, it was just a, there was a switch in my head and I realized, okay, you just need to like look after yourself. You need to do whatever needs doing in order to get back to a more like uh, mentally happy place. And yeah, that was the key difference, I think, just finding out that everyone else also struggles to some degree. Yeah. All right, Dara, good to talk to you, mate. We'll talk again soon. That's Dara Fleming. He's an ambassador for a green ribbon. And we mentioned Barbara Bennon, who joins me. Barbara, good morning. Good morning, how are you doing? Good, good, thanks. Good to speak with you. You have a long story with with it. It started at 12, Barbara. That's right, that's right. And and like Dara, I had that experience of not knowing what was happening and not understanding it. And, and then when I started understanding what was going on, that fear of I don't want to be judged, I don't want to be labelled. Um, and so for me, actually, how we found out that I had depression was through a suicide attempt and going through psychiatric services following that. But again, because, because we're going back... 20 plus years you know the, the services were very different then and and I have experienced a lot of change which is fantastic to, to help people to get information before it gets to that point yeah. um, and I think the points that, that Dara has made about the, the fact that everybody has uh, difficulties and that we never know what's going on with somebody else it's so important because we tell ourselves stories and we get caught up in our own minds around it and it's something that I definitely did for a very very long time so I had 15 years not working being in incredibly unwell. Um, I have bipolar disorder one and I've been diagnosed with a number of different um, different mental health difficulties in addition to that um, but that was the main one. Um, I've experienced psychosis and those kind of things as well so very very challenging in throughout my teens and my early 20s um, and I ended up on life support at the end of my 20s for a week after taking a very serious attempt on my life and following that I woke up when I shouldn't and um, my life has been incredible because I understood I got this chance and I have worked really, really hard like Dara to go and find out what is it that I need. I did counselling, I did all different things to do with my health and well-being, my physical self, my my spiritual self, my mental self, all of the different parts of me. 
and I looked at what is going to what is going to make a change because I can't wait for somebody to fix me anymore because mm. that's what a lot of us do when we're worried yeah. we go to somebody to, to get the medication or to get the fix and it's not I don't have anything against medication just to be clear sure. for some people it's very necessary and can help but there's loads of stuff that we can do as well there was there was a time and it's not a whole long time ago uh, Barbara I'm talking maybe 10 maybe yeah, 10 years ago, we didn't have open conversations like this on the radio about what, what people have been through. It just wasn't talked about. That's changed. And how important is that change? It is, absolutely. And and when you mentioned 10 years as well, I think about my own my own journey with Sea Change, I suppose. So I was one of the very first ambassadors back in 2010 and helped launch the very first Green Ribbon campaign in 2012. And so I started working through the programme um, and helped to deliver the workplace programme and eventually came um, became a staff member and took over running the Sea Change programme. And my understanding is that because the organisation I work with understands about mental health difficulties and supports people, it gives people, and I'm going to say like me, but people who have difficulties a chance to move forward. And one of the things that I've seen in the 12 years that I've been working alongside Sea Change is that we are having different conversations. So 10 years ago, when we talked about mental health, people jumped to mental illness. They jumped to this idea of a person who was incapable of living a life, probably on a lot of medication, probably in hospital, thinking that they were dangerous, thinking that they should be afraid of them. So they had all these um, prejudice and kind of discriminatory thoughts around people and kind of writing them off. And we've moved really away from that. We've also moved away from the language that we used to use. So we used to say a lot more like, oh, you know, she's mad or um, he's a lunatic. Mm. Or You dropped out there for a second. We understand hurtful that your own has been diagnosed. And I also think that the pandemic has, has actually given us a gift in that so many people have experienced low mood, loneliness, fear, all of these different things. And we've started saying, I'm, I'm worried or I'm lonely or I feel a bit low or I don't know what's wrong with me. So we're having human conversations. And I think that's the biggest bit, because if my story will do anything, it will, t- it will tell anybody that no matter how bad it gets, there is always hope that it can get better. And it is one step at a time. And it also means that for anybody who is in the beginning stages of finding out about their own mental health conditions, that it means that with time and with, with work and the right thing, Things like your sleep and your eating and your exercise, your friends, all that stuff, you can get control of it and you can live a wonderful life. You you, you use the expression, people like me. And I've listened to people over the years say that your mental health issue is a part of you. This is part yeah. of being Barbara. And it has to yeah. be as normal that that's a part of being Barbara, just like having arthritis in my neck, which causes me pain in my hands and my arms, as a normal part of being me. It has yeah. the two have to be the exact same in how we talk about them. They do. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. 
Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. They do absolutely, and I think I think I'm at a point now when where when I say people like me, I'm kind of a little bit tongue in cheek because actually all of us have mental health. And when for anybody who's listening who's still trying to get their head around what is this mental health thing, if you've ever been happy, if you've ever been sad, if you've ever been worried, mm-hmm. if you've ever been, you know, like Dara was speaking about bereavement, that's a really confusing and difficult space to move through. You know, if you've ever if you've ever had confusion or sadness or loneliness any of those things that is all our mental health and it's when we start neglecting to look after it or we start pushing it aside and not wanting to deal with it and it starts impacting our sleep so now we're not sleeping properly for weeks or months you know we're not going for the walk or we're not linking in with friends or we're not eating well all of those things contribute to a lower mood and so that's that's when we start looking at the impact of mental health actually in a negative way that it's about Oh. But most importantly, not having any shame to say, I'm not feeling okay. Yeah, and that's, I wanted to, I, was, I knew you'd get to there eventually, this idea that I, shame is the theme this September. And yes, let me put this to you, Barbara. If someone said, well, I have, and I'll just pluck it out of, the, out of my head here, I have celiac disease and, and occasionally as a yeah. result of celiac, I can get very sick if I eat the wrong thing. You would never, yeah. ever be ashamed or, or, of saying that. But in you your case, not, yeah. I have a mental health issue that occasionally makes me feel pretty awful. I have, you know, bipolar type one. Why is there a shame? Yeah over that and not over something like celiac. Let's explore that. Well, it it goes very much into the very first part of it. The difference between mental health issues and physical illnesses is that we do not say, I am celiac disease. We do not say, I am cancer, I am diabetes, I am heart attack. And yet we say, I am depressed, I am bipolar, I am schizophrenic, I amn't. And yet it has been identified as the person for a very long time. The other thing is from a, a point of view of stigma and the impact of stigma, when we're thinking about that, it's because of the fear. So people see somebody with this label and then they judge them and they make these preconceived thoughts and and then take actions based on that. So what that might look like is 
So my friend Barbara has just been diagnosed with bipolar disorder. I've read about that before or I've, I've seen a movie and the movie I saw was that the person with bipolar disorder was a bit deranged and they were, they were unsafe and a bit scary actually and they weren't able to hold down a job and, you know, they were, they were a bit all over the place. So I'd better stay away and give Barbara a bit of space because I don't want to be associated with that or I don't want to become afraid of her and, and I don't want to be worrying about myself when I'm with her. So those are the kind of preconceived things that used to happen. Thankfully, people are getting better at challenging those thoughts now, at challenging that kind of thing. But it really is down to that piece about being labelled, being seen as differently, being treated differently. And I think that's the piece around shame that we're really trying to get at. Because two years ago, we focused on discrimination. Last year, we focused. And this year, what we're trying to do is show life is hard at the best of times. And when you get an illness on top of it, that's even harder. When you add that layer of stigma and shame, it means that people hide. It means they withdraw from from their own lives. It means that they treat themselves even worse and their own worst critic. So they're Mm. adding all of the negative layers, which is never going to help them get better. And it means that their condition gets worse, because I'm sure sure if people are stigmatized and shamed, it just makes what's, what's up with them worse. Put a question to you, Barbara, that came up here during the hardest and toughest days of lockdown. So we're talking about maybe the spring of 2020 and the early part of 2021, the toughest days of lockdown. And we talked about a feeling Mm. that those of us like myself, I'm I'm blessed with robust good health, I have to say, mental health, robust Mm. good mental health. I'm always grateful for that. But there were days when I stood at my kitchen window looking out or my front window looking out and I felt this kind of darkness going... Jesus, is this it now? Is this it now? And I thought to myself, what must it be like to wake up every morning and think, is this it now? I think it gave me an awareness of what people go through. Yeah. It does. And I think that, that that's kind of the point I was making about COVID that has given us this gift and this insight to understand while maybe some people have never experienced a mental illness, they can start to understand that human piece of I know what it's like to struggle a little bit. And to the people who are listening, who are in that place, whether they have a diagnosed condition or not, and they are feeling that low or they are feeling in that place of oh God, is this it now? One of the things that, that I, I did that dragged me out of that place was I I started doing the routines and doing the rituals from a point of view of saying, I don't feel like going for a walk. I don't feel like making myself a healthy, a healthy lunch or whatever. I don't feel like going to bed early. I'd rather stay up and watch now other things because they're easier but I started doing them anyway and what I found was when I started doing those routines and I started forcing myself to do it in the beginning I didn't enjoy it but then it became habit and then my mood started lifting because I was eating better I was sleeping better and I was doing things that that was helping my mood as well as my physical self and I think sometimes that's the bit that we're missing that we're waiting for our mood to change we're waiting for momentum we're waiting for motivation and the thing that I have learned is that motivation does not come first momentum comes first so you have to move and go and get the motivation and then you'll get the motivation to keep going but it's about making that very first step and saying I could I am alive because I lived every day until this so it means I can there's, and there's, that's the bit for people. There's an old saying, two last brief points. There's an old saying, feel the fear, but do it anyway. Exactly. 
Exactly, that's it. And I think that's the bit that people really need to to get behind. And so from a point of view of getting involved in our Green Ribbon campaign, it's about hearing voices like Dara's, like mine, and finding out that they're not alone, that there are so many people. So I'll signpost to our website, that's seachange.ie. We have an army of ambassadors that have been trained in how to tell their story in an appropriate way. We also have a podcast uh, series that's Sea Change Sessions with the Little Gale that's on Spotify and it's on our website. If people want one of those green ribbons, they can go into any AIB Boots Air or Irish Rail Mm. around the country and pick one up. If there's a company or an organisation listening and they'd like to get them for their staff, they can email us at info at seachange.ie. Whether it's 100, 500 or 1,000, we would be delighted to support right. them. They're free of charge. And they can follow us on LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter and um, TikTok. And we are Sea Change IRL. We would love for people to get out and start having conversations. And most importantly, know that it's okay to not have all the answers. It's okay not to feel great. But we need to just start. And lastly and briefly, Barbara, how important is it that if you ask someone how they are, that you listen to the answer? Absolutely massive, but there's two things because we're we're terrified in Ireland. We have so many different ways of saying, how are you doing? How are you? How's it going? But we're terrified somebody's actually going to tell us. So it's about having that that, um, confidence to say, I'm afraid that I'm going to say the wrong thing. I'm afraid they're going to tell me something that I don't know what to do with. And that's okay because we can start in that place and say, how are you doing? And when they say, I'm fine or I'm grand, and we say, no, actually, how are you really doing? And then listen. And then all we need to say is, that must be difficult for you. Or I didn't know about that. Tell me about that. Or what what have you done before that might that, that might help you now? So it's, again, about putting it back and not taking on that I have to fix something. And also knowing about the signposting that we can go to, like yourmentalhealth.ie, like Shine, like um, Pieta House or the Samaritans. There are wonderful organisations that we can go to and signpost to. So to know it's absolutely okay not to have the answers, but it's really, really important. And it's why we have two ears and one mouth, because we should listen twice as much as we speak. Barbara, thank you very much. Good to speak with you. That's Barbara Brennan, Sea Change, and Dara Fleming before that, seachange.ie, Green Ribbon Campaign. There's loads and loads of information. Quartz 96 FM. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 